Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Patrick Bambushi Bothelsberger. Hi everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour film and TV edition, and it's actually on a special day, President's Day, Mom, so I'm really excited. Not that it's President's Day, but I'm just excited uh, that we're doing it on a special happy day. Happy President's Day, yeah. and also happy birthday, Eve. Have a wonderful birthday, daughter. Thank you, Ma. Thank Good. you. Also have a wonderful and safe trip. I'm not going to mention where you're traveling to. Do you want to share it with the audience? Belize. Oh, wonderful. Very good. Well, we had a really good Valentine's Day, and we had a great weekend for the NBA All-Star, and that was a lot of fun. And I want to, like, you know, give props to Sabrina Ionescu, who showed out against um, Steph Curry. It uh, She didn't... She was fabulous. Right. She, you know, she didn't quite win, but she gave him a, a run for his money. It was 29 to 26. Steph edged her out at the end. Uh, but I loved it. Now, listen, this woman was going against the greatest shooter of all time. And if she was in the regular three-point shootout, she would have made it to the finals that the, that the men competed in that night. Yeah. So I just want to give her props. Yeah, absolutely. But, absolutely. But my, I, I wanted to ask, are you getting any, uh, are you getting Trump's sneakers? You see that he's selling them now. You know, that man is such a grifter. He just has no dignity at all all just nothing how many ex-presidents have you seen hawking their wares or via the media the internet on the television wherever how many but now wait a minute as i'm thinking about it in his defense in his defense how many presidents are ex-felons that's how many presidents are convicted rapists that's How true. many presidents are crooks? How many presidents have cheated the banks out of, I don't know, how many millions of dollars? I can't really think of too many. How many presidents have, ooh, over 90 counts against them? Yeah. Okay? So, when you look at it like that, you have to say, he's pretty resourceful. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, that's a no for me. No, and I will not be getting those sneakers. But you know what? And but you know what? You gotta look at it. He sold water. He sold. He sold water, furniture, jewelry. Oh, I don't know about furniture, but water, jewelry, t-shirts. He had the Trump University there. Ma, please. We I have, mean, that man is time. resourceful. We okay. wasted enough All time right, on this sweetie. man. Let's, Go ahead. Let's, let's do our toast to Sabrina. Come okay, on, let's, let's lift our glasses, and we want to say congratulations to the. East Coast the for East winning Coast. the East Coast in the NBA All Star game. Right to Sabrina Ionescu or Ionescu, she pronounces ESQ. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, let's lift our glasses to long life, prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness. Salud. Salud. Woo. Okay. All right. Woo, 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 woo. Let's get into the NBA All-Star Weekend. So there's always so many festivities going on. Um, They had the celebrity game. I forgot to mention the celebrity game that they had with Team Shannon versus uh, Team Stephen A. Smith and Team Shannon Sharp. I thought it was Shannon and 50. 
Well, it was yes. really with Shan. Yes. Well, 50 okay. was the assistant coach. Oh, okay. Got yes. it. Yes, okay. Yes. Okay. Because no, And I think Little Wayne may have been with, with Stephen, Stephen A. a. Right. right. Okay. Okay. And so uh, Shannon Sharp's team, they wound up victorious. So kudos to them. That's right. They Congratulations, had, team yeah. Shay Shay. Yeah. Uh, and they had the all-star, the uh, skills challenge, and it was the home team, Indiana, that won. So congratulations to them. Okay. And then, of course, we had the lovely regular three-point shootout contest in which Damian Lillard repeated as champ. And Congratulations to uh, Dame Game. Dame, Dame, Dame Time. Dame Time. Uh, yep. Yes. yes. And, of course, we mentioned the special, the first time ever where a current NBA player competed against a current WNBA player in a one-round three-point shootout, and that was really exciting. And that was Sabrina and Steph. Right, right. And I love she competed from the men's three-point line, not the women's. Right. So So there was no handicap. There was no handicap. Right, right. Okay. Wonderful. So that was awesome. And finally, we have the slam dunk contest in which Mac McClung won. He defended his title. He was the defending champion. Yeah. Yes. And he is in the G League. And that's what makes me sad, guys, because this man has not gotten a chance to come up to the NBA. And we really don't understand why he's still in the G League. We thought for sure after his uh, victory, victorious performance last year mm-hmm. that he was going to, you know, get a promotion, quote unquote. But he's still in the G League. Mm-hmm. So, well, maybe things will look better for him this year. Maybe. I don't know what he isn't doing. And it must be something he, that he isn't doing. And I think he won, like, Rookie of the Year in the G League. Something something sounds really strange. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we shall see. We shall we'll, see. We'll see. So, let's talk a little bit about a couple of things that, that didn't necessarily happen in the game. But maybe at halftime. So... Chris Brown was apparently asked to perform at the All-Star Game. I'm not sure if it was in the halftime or not. I think it would be the half the halftime. Yeah, because when else would he be performing, really, right. right? He called out the NBA for inviting him to play in the All-Star Celebrity Game, then canceling the invite allegedly because of sponsors, and he went online and he let the people have it, which okay. I will leave that alone. He said... I was asked by the NBA to play in the All-Star game this year only for them to call later and say they couldn't do it because of their sponsors like Ruffles. At this point, I'm sick of people bothering me. I'm tired of living in the past. And um, he posted some email emails so that people can see. And, you know, Chris Brown has over 145 million Instagram followers. Yeah, good. So we know why some sponsors will be afraid to bring him to the celebrity game, uh, to the NBA game. Mom, yes. What are your thoughts on that? And my, do you my, agree with the sponsors? I, I'm not sure whether or not I agree with the sponsors, but what I'm going to say is, if I'm Chris Brown, what I think I would do course I have the wisdom of a woman of a certain age and experience so you know obviously it's not the same but I'm thinking that him and or some of his advisors family whatever really need to be talking to him about rehabilitating his image to a greater extent than he has 
okay? I don't think he's done enough. People still associate him with being abusive toward women. Mm -hmm. People, a lot of people do not feel that he was appropriately uh, apologetic. He showed very little or no remorse or contrition toward what he did to Rihanna. And even following that, he was involved in some uh, sort of assaultive behavior or violent encounters There's or something. Yeah, and so he has really not done enough. Yeah, well, he has not done enough to rehabilitate and control his image. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to say. He needs to work on that because he can say what he wants to say about any sponsor. The only piece of it he can control is his own image. Mm-hmm. And that's what he should be working on. Well, you're right. Cussing out ruffles and, 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 and the Pringles or Dingles or anybody, you're right. you know, is not going to help him. You're right. I Listen, I don't... I don't follow a lot of the things that Chris Brown does at this point in the game because, you know, sometimes I'm I'm not feeling some of the things that I see he posts on social media. What I will say is, is that I agree with you on, you know, being more proactive in rehabilitating uh, his image because we've seen, and I don't agree with it, I don't know, but I've heard people like Jamel Hill speak up for Ray Rice in defense of Ray Rice and saying that he really has done the work and rehabilitating himself. And we saw him knock out his wife. Not to clean out. And it was his, I guess, fiance at At that time time. and now wife. And supposedly he's turned a completely different leaf and done the work. Right. When we hear about Chris Brown, just the way that he talks, you know, not coming for him because we, we think that he's an extremely tan- uh, talented performer. Uh, he just still. Well, I seems... don't think he's extremely. I think he's talented. You don't is... think he's a? You don't think he's an excellent dancer? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, that's mainly okay. what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. He's dancing because I know that. he sings and acts too. Well, yeah. But that, singing. Yeah. Well, You're right. Okay. But... I think he's an extremely good dancer. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Okay. So I would just kind of, like you said, I like to see him, you know, come out more and be a little bit more resourceful, um, not remorseful. Right. And also um, continue to rehabilitate because just like with an, with an alcoholic, they say you're always an alcoholic. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. like, so yeah. just, and I, and I didn't say that he's an alcoholic. No, no, no. I'm talking I know. About, you're drawing an analogy. Yeah. I got you. Well, you know, here's one that is real, this thing with him cussing out the sponsor. Here we go. I'm in court in front of a judge, okay? And the judge makes a decision that I don't really don't care for, mm-hmm. okay? So I figure, let me cuss out the judge. Do I think that's going to help me to cuss out the judge? Of course not. All right? Or do I? Or would it be more, because in the first place, I can't control the judge, but I can offend the judge, right. okay? Wouldn't it be more helpful if I said, mm, I really don't like what that judge said, but let me, you know, speak to the judge in a respectful way and so on and so forth, and maybe this thing will work out better for me, right. okay? You know, and but see, instead of him working in his own best interest, he decides to cuss out a sponsor. That's only behaving the way they said he behaved. They were concerned about him behaving in the first place. Right, right. So, you know, uh, 
Okay. So, All yeah, right. So, so Chris, you know, show a little bit more maturity. Okay. Yeah. You, you know, I know you have, all, I know you have all these followers and then and this and that and whatever, but you need to be listening to, you know, people who are, you know, saying things in your best interest. Right. Right. Okay. So my, this is the question that I have to ask, and I don't know. I know you may feel uncomfortable with me asking no, you this just question. Ask it. Go ask. So I noticed that during the halftime yesterday, some people were. Not quite happy with the celebrity that they chose to perform. And that was Miss Jennifer Hudson at right. halftime. Right. Now, the consensus is that, of course, J-Hud has a smoking voice that she can blow. Right, of course. The consensus is also that she may not be the best energetic performer right. for a halftime show. For that show. type of show. Right. right. And she doesn't have any new music out. Well, but that's a whole nother story. Well, I don't know that that's so relevant I don't know. about that part because she does have her show now, which is very good. But what I mean, her talk show, her talk show, yeah. But what I think is that I'm in full agreement with you, daughter, about I think she would have been better suited to sing uh, the national anthem mm-hmm. or something like that, where she can let that beautiful voice be on display. And she's a belter, so she could belt it out beautifully, you know, and get everybody all emotional and into the game. I think she would have been, I don't think she did a bad job, but I think she would have done a superb job. Right. Uh, singing the national anthem. I'm in full agreement. And somebody else with some more type of hip-hop-ish, party-ish image in the halftime right. spot. That I agree with that. Right. I agree with the you and and other people who feel the same. I think that's uh I think that's right. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm completely that's that's where I stand. It I wasn't the J-Hood. it wasn't the worst choice, but okay. it certainly wasn't the best. Right. Uh, J yeah. J Hood. We we love J Hood. She has a great personality, great voice, all this stuff. She's just you know her show, her talk show was really good. Uh, and we and I like to see her perform. Oh, but absolutely. To me, this just wasn't the arena. Right. For her to do it. Right. I, I'm in full And it agreement. wasn't even Chicago. Right. Like, all of that right. was a little odd. Right, you right. Know? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, my, let's move on to just a little bit about the um, Super Bowl, because it's still very recent. So, two teenagers have been charged over the shooting at the Super Bowl victory parade in Kansas City that left one person dead and 22 others injured. And so, our... Hearts and our prayers go out to were the they victim. mass shooters or were they shooting at each other? So, two suspects are both under age eighteen, um, and we think that from what we've heard so far, it seems to be a dispute, a, a dispute between, between the two between of them, two, and that they right. weren't coming there to you know as mass shooters. Either right. way, either way, it's still it's equally still, dangerous, right? And too many guns on too, the street, too right? many guns, right? You right. know, so we, you know, that's. Where we stand with that, ma. And they know. had to be illegal guns. I don't think they're. I mean, because they're under eighteen. Yeah, I mean, even there, I don't think a, a minor can have guns like that. Right. Right. Or are supposed to have guns like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so the other thing, ma, is before I get myself another shot because it's you know birthday weekend shot. Uh, Mahomes and Travis, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, have been criticized. Because after the shooting, they all went out to celebrate and party. So, do you think people should criticize them for that? Do you think that they were in the right to go out and celebrate? See, it's hard for me to really give a a complete answer. I'm going to give two answers, 
or commit myself to one answer because I don't know. I'm not sure how much they knew, when they knew it, you know, and under what circumstances because based on what I saw, they were already drunk at the parade. So I don't know if they received any information, when they received it. You, you understand? So I don't know how to really answer that. If they were, if they received the information at an appropriate time and they were in their right mind, then it would seem that it was kind of callous for them to continue with the celebration in view of the fact that didn't somebody lose their life? Yes. You know, it would it would have seemed as though uh, they were being callous. However, if they didn't find out until like the next day, maybe much later on that night, then of course they can't be held responsible for how they behaved. So I'm not really sure exactly how that went down. You got me? So I don't know how anybody could feel really comfortable jumping on them without having that information. You know, I mean, I understand it was their parade, but that doesn't mean that they knew immediately or what even was going on because it was, you know, a huge number of people. So I, I'm, I'm not really sure how to answer that. I don't know that they should. They could be condemned for that at all. I, I don't know. I think that's a hard one, Ma, because we don't really know. There's a lot of missing details. Right. We don't know what time they went out to party. Everything. And more, more, not even what time they and went they to were, party. And they were drunk. But they were, that's what I'm saying. Especially Travis. They, they were Travis already, didn't even the, know Travis what day even, it was. I don't know how he even stood up to continue partying. Right. Because they were holding him up on stage uh, during the parade. Right. So I don't know what was going on. And, and uh, Patrick was pretty high too, but he still had control of his body. Right, you know, right, right. so, but I, I don't know, not even just what time did they go out, but what time did they find out? Well, that's what I mean. When, yeah, I mean, when, when did that. they, yeah. yeah, so I, I, I don't know, you know, I and, don't know how to respond to that. And one. I will, and I will say, because we have talked about Jackson Mahomes on the show and not in a very complimentary way, Jack Jackson Mahomes, uh, Patrick Mahomes' uh, younger brother, he supposedly he was helping a young kid during all of the commotion at right. the parade. So right. we want to give him some kudos, you know? We want to say something. That's a good positive look. Good, good look on you, Jackson. Yeah. That's a good look. I'm, I'm happy to hear uh, something about you other than a whole bunch of raucous nonsense that you're involved with. I'm happy to hear that side, hear about that side of you, Jackson. Yes, because what, what they were saying is that he put himself in harm's way to protect the, the yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. So. You, were, you were behaving heroically, right. and that is extra good. All right, right. good look on you, Jackson. Good, so, look yeah. on the, good look on the Mahomes family. Good yeah. look. So I, yeah. so I want to refrain from judging uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey on celebrating, you know, later on in the evening because we just don't know the details. That's right. Okay. Uh, so, Ma, I want to move on to our girl, Kelly Rowland. Now, you saw this story, and it was trending all on social media. Um, she abruptly left the set of the Today with Hoda and Jenna over an issue with her dressing room on Thursday. Um, she was supposed to fill in for Jenna as the guest host, I guess during that hour she had been on there earlier, she had appeared on. Um, and so fellow singer Rita Ora ultimately 
stepped in to replace her um, as guest host. Now, there's a lot of stuff that we don't know, but it's rumored that the reason why she left is because of the dressing room. Uh, Bethany Frankel went all, she went online and she attacked Kelly and she just said that, oh, it would be an honor to be on a show like that. And she did say that their dressing rooms are pretty small and like the setting, like the food and everything is all communal and blah, 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 blah. Um, and so she pretty much went after Kelly Rowland. Um, I will also say, and I forgot to mention this, that Jennifer Lopez was also on the show and she was in a, another dressing room that was obviously a, a bigger um, dressing room, nicer dressing room. Um, and so promoting her new album and the film, This Is Me Now. Um, and so they offered her several options, but she opted to leave instead. This is what we're being told. They offered Ke Kelly Rowland. Kelly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts, Ma? Well, I, I don't know. You know, once again, to me, I'm still going to consider all of this rumor and supposition and so forth. I don't know as to the veracity of any of these comments. I don't know. What I will say is this. I don't know at what point she agreed to do the show. I don't know if it was a contract, if it was informal. Uh, if I, You know, I don't know all those things. But if she was uh, displaying diva-ish behavior, well, that's unprofessional. And that's not having a good attitude. Mm -hmm. Okay? So I would have a problem with that. Marlon Wayans has spoke out in support of her. If Monica. Okay. If, if that's what was going on. Mm -hmm. Okay. If something else was going on that I don't know about, then, you know, I have not seen Kelly give those kind of vibes. No. I have not the seen that come from actually. her. Right. I have not seen that come from her. So I'm inclined to believe that something else is missing that made a big difference. Mm -hmm. I don't think she wouldn't hang out to co-host or whatever an, an hour or two show, whatever it was going to be, because the dressing room was small. It's not like a movie set where you got to be there all day and many days mm -hmm. or this or that. It's not. It's a very temporary situation, you know. So I, to me think something is a little bit distorted or wrong with the story. I, you know what, I completely agree with you. There's a couple of things there. Number one, Bethany Frankel, I mean, I guess we're also commenting on the situation. Uh, however, I don't like where Bethany Frankel is coming from because... Bethany Frankel's trying to get her a spot she, on the show. Exactly. That's all that uh, is. And she, the, the and she's, that her she said, own, she's her own marketing person. Right. That's all. The things that she said about Kelly Rowland, and you should be honored. Listen, Kelly Rowland has done a lot of stuff. And they're bigger, and, bigger and, better and better than, than that, that, frankly so, speaking. Right. right. You know, maybe and, you would be honored, but that's for you. For you, maybe it would be an honor. Right. And it's right. and listen and also we'll go with the Today Show. We're not Absolutely. hating on the Today Show, but Absolutely. don't go there with, with Kelly's resume. Right, you don't right. need to go there. Right. Um, second of all, she has uh, Kelly has earned um, enough uh, credit for us to give her the benefit of the doubt. Right, she has, she has right. She has anything. enough gravitas right. for us to say that we don't think she's that petty. No, we we, we really we just don't. don't think that about her. Okay, so, you know. we really think that there's some missing pieces to this puzzle. Yes. Okay. Well, maybe we'll find out. So, <laughs> okay.
Okay, uh, Matt, and finally, um, just in the pop culture world, I kind of wanted to touch on this a little bit. This is a little bit more serious, and we want guys to really pay, well, guys and gals, uh, to pay attention to this. So Charlemagne has long, you know, been outspoken about politics, um, and now he's being a harsh critic of the Biden administration, calling for President Biden, calling him an un inspiring candidate to step aside to allow other Democrats to run. Mm -hmm. um, of course, he's been a harsh critic of, yes. of Trump. He's even harsher. He's well, saying yes, that um, he, he says that Trump is absolutely a threat to democracy. Okay. And so he did say that. And okay. he, you know, has sat down for an interview with ABC News, but he also says that the... He's the, been on MSNBC too, yeah. The Biden administration is not happy with him. They're very unhappy with the way he's speaking oh. out. And he says that he is not going to endorse anyone. Um, he says that the, the Republicans are crooks and the Democrats are cowards because they don't fight hard enough on anything. Oh. And... The couch is is like voter apathy, and so um, right now he feels like the couch is going to win. That is what Charlemagne has said. He's okay. Winning. Now the only thing about that that to me is a bit naive and dangerous that comes out of Charlemagne's mouth is that if the couch wins, then Trump wins. Right. That's my my. That's problem. that's the part about that. And if he's saying that he recognizes that Trump is a threat to democracy, then he should also, at the same time, say it loud. Say it loud to not vote is the same as voting for Trump, is the same as a threat to democracy. That's the part. I don't understand why he isn't saying that loud and proud. Well, that's my problem. Like, I, don't, I don't really understand that. Why he isn't connecting the two? One is a natural consequence of the other. So I don't. I'm not sure where he's coming from with that. Yeah, and he's, and I, I have and a he does, I have an issue with him about that. He does say I, I want to see. He wants to see uh, Kamala prosecute Kamala Harris prosecute Trump in this country. I feel like. She could go out there and really let the American people, you know, know what's going on. I'd like to see her going on outlets like Fox News. I'd like to see her going in there and mixing it up. This is what uh, Charlemagne thinks that Kamala should do. He wants to see her prosecute. Mm-hmm. Prosecute what? Trump. Oh, I didn't hear that part. I thought I said Trump. Oh, maybe you did. Okay. I just assumed. Okay. Well, okay. You, okay. You know how Well, she won't not be prosecuting him. Well, listen, that's what maybe yeah. that's why Charlemagne is confused about a lot of things because yeah. he thinks it would be her. Yeah, no, um, she will not, not be. But that's what he said. Yeah. So Well, maybe he was remembering when she I think at one point she was a prosecutor in in LA. But she's not a prosecutor at this point. Right. right. But anyhow, uh he knows. I think he's just talking, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, Alrighty. I don't know. So, I'm like my, I think you and I both agree that we would like, you know, we hear what Charlemagne is saying, but we also need him to put out the word that, you know, that Trump is a danger to democracy. Right. Right now, it's about saving take, democracy. Yes. The best choice out of right. the two. Right. Okay. I mean, we'd all like to see a, a more vibrant, youthful, 
you know, energetic, uh, you know, candidate, you know, but that's not what it is. And that's not what we have to choose from. No. And so, you know, to say you're going to sit on your couch, that's the wrong message to send. That's the wrong message, Charlemagne. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you have to think of the consequence of that level of inaction. Just what do you think you're doing for yeah. the country or to the country? Yeah. So, no, Charlemagne, you, you, uh-uh, you're going down the wrong road with that. I'm surprised he said that, but hey, he's out making no, his rounds. But see, but see, when you come to a choice that a whole lot of very uninformed and foolish people come to, then you need to think about that. How is your solution more enlightened than just a person who just doesn't vote, period? And nothing. How, how are you being any more enlightened than that individual? All right, right. So, okay. Okay, um, so my, let's move on to um, some films and also some TV shows that we saw. Uh, the SAG Awards are coming out soon. I think they're airing this Saturday, so we'll talk about them next week. We'll talk about the results. All right, my, so first movie. Okay. I don't know if you want to call this a movie. This okay. is Me Now, a love story by Jennifer Lopez. Well, I would say it was a story about love. I don't take it as a love story because it was, number one, it was basically what I would refer to as just a uh, a good, entertaining, light, fair video. That's number one. And it was a story more about love than a love story because a love story is both about love and the story of a love, mm -hmm. okay? She didn't have any particular story of a love. It was a story about a woman who's had multiple loves, mm -hmm. quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And the way the story ended, we just had to put it together because we know she's with been married to Ben Affleck. Mm -hmm. But the way the story and he ended... he had a weird cameo. Right. The way the story ended, you would not really know how she ended up. It would presume that she was alone, but maybe hopeful towards something happening in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, it was not what I recall or refer to as a love story, but it was a story about love. Well, you know what, Ma? I'm going to just go with a completely different approach because I yeah. saw yeah, I saw that J-Lo has a documentary coming out, I think, in a few days, maybe next week or, yeah, in a few days. Right. And she's pretty much talking about what she did to prepare for this film and it's been 20 years in the making right oh is she a good mom and oh she tries to be the entertainer and all oh, this and she you know got it like, got everywhere. it okay but bring and it how, back to this and how yeah. everything with all her relationships they saw she just moved on and they thought she was right. okay and she wasn't right j-lo nobody is okay everybody goes through oh, hardships yeah. in relationships yeah. That's you right, are no it. different. Just because you have millions of dollars and millions of fans does not mean that your story is more unique or more severe or sad than anybody else's. Absolutely. And so that's kind of where I'm like, oh, and am, I, am I a good mother? Plenty of people who aren't as rich as you are or as popular as you are have to make the decision and, and like about what to do with their careers in order for them to provide for their children. You don't have to work another day in your life. Your children are set. You choose to do that. Right. And that's totally fine. But people have to make decisions in, to make sure that they can keep a roof over their head, food on the table, and clothes on their children's that's back. That's right. That's right. And so I have a problem with that. I have no issue with J-Lo. I like J-Lo. She's fine. You know, she's a good entertainer. But she has lost all 
of uh, what is it of uh, not trace or all she's not in reality she's right. just somewhere else right so guess what guess what JLo your problems are not unique and you are not special champagne okay. problems okay they're so, not even champagne they're common problems and she's got champagne resources to champagne fix them resources yeah right yeah right yeah Okay, um, so right you, on, daughter. Right on. What do you give it though? What's your? I give it a a low premium. Okay, mm, I give it about a six point five. Okay, I'm. I was going a six uh, low premium. I was okay. with you on that. Okay, okay. Uh, our second movie of the week um, is Iron Claw, uh, the true story of the Von Eric brothers who made history in professional wrestling in the early 1980s they had they had a lot of tragedy you know of course triumph but it was just so much tragedy yes, in their yes, family yes uh, their their situation was uniquely tragic yes yes, yes it now, was. now this is a tragic story j-lo right right uh so um zach efron jeremy allen white uh lily james let me just say zach efron to me that was a true snub for Oscars, yeah, he should have been nominated. Yeah, um, he he did his thing. He really held it down. Not only the physical transformation, but just the the emotional side. Yeah, I felt he yeah. was very vulnerable. He carried that film, and I wish they would have gave him a nomination. I think that yeah. because Zac Efron is you know really good looking, you know they hold sometimes they hold these things against you until maybe you get older. Yeah, you, so. yeah, yeah. You're right. His character had a lot of depth to it mm-hmm. and um and it, and the it's based on the true story the real family mm-hmm. you know in and, this area and, right and and ve- very much in our area in the same county mm-hmm. in our county you know and um it was really 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 um just a a very 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 uh engrossing performance and i really think it was a snub as well I think it was a snub. I think it was they snubbed him because I think they snubbed him because he has been known to be a pretty boy and play very shallow roles, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this was different. Oh, this was for sure. Diff- this was different, you know, on a lot of levels. It was different in terms of his appearance. Well, he was still good looking, but you know, there was a physical transformation, right? Oh, yeah, he, for him and yeah. um, the muscles and, and he everything and he and... really carried it up against some heavy hitters, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we know Jeremy Allen White. We know he he's always good. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and Lily James, she did a good job playing um Zac Efron's you know partner, maybe wife. You have to watch the film in order to see uh but i'm i'm gonna give it a top shelf um it's one of the best films that i've seen this year it gets a top shelf nine. Oh yeah me. me too i'm going top shelf nine as well uh and we highly highly recommend it if you haven't already seen it you know see if you've seen it the first time watch it again oh for sure guys check it out Okay, Ma, uh, so let's move on to a couple of other shows that uh, we haven't talked a lot about. And um, I guess one is True Detective, and I am behind in True Detective. So I'm going to finish it up. So I'll, we'll come back to it, unless there's anything that you want to say. Are you? Uh, I don't want to say anything until we're on the same page with okay. it. Right. What I will say is that it's a lot of heavy going. Okay. Okay, it's, it's an extremely, I'll just use the word intense Okay, for right now, I'll just say it's very intense. I don't want to uh, characterize it any further because I don't want to give away anything. But it uh, it goes deeper and deeper and deeper 
into unraveling and some some family issues uh, just just escalate into tragedy. That's all I want to say. Okay, um, and Mr. and Mrs. Smith, um, you know, I think it's entertaining. Uh, it is. I do too. It's definitely a kind of like a, a black comedy, if you if you want to classify it that way. Um, and I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, some episodes more so than others. Um, but I'm enjoying it, and we'll let you know once we um complete overall. The I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Overall, yeah, yeah. Okay, we have to talk about. The Vince Staples show would just premiered uh, on Netflix a couple days ago, and it is starring Vince Staples, who is a rapper, um, and everybody knows him from Insecure uh, and also on Abbott Elementary. Now, a lot of people are comparing this to Atlanta, and I can understand sort of why, uh, because this is pretty much his life in Long Beach, California. Uh, and for me, it's not doing, having the same effect that Atlanta had on me. I had some episodes, but Atlanta, and I would say what happened here, well, what is going on? But I also realized that Donald Glover was just, uh, and Stephen Glover, they were just going out there and doing one-offs and being extremely creative. And the more as time passes, I understand that and respect that a lot. Uh, Vince Staples, I've, what are we, four episodes in? Are we four or three? I know we're at least three. Uh, yeah. Uh, three. I'm not, I, I don't, I will say these are not, have not been my favorite episodes. I, I was actually um, expecting more. Um, I think a lot of the jokes are dated. Uh, I don't find it very funny. Um, and I don't know where they're going with it, but, um, I'm not really, not really a huge fan of what I've seen so far. I haven't finished it, but the first three episodes, yeah. Uh, you know what? My sentiments are very similar to yours. I thought that the, I won't go into details because I don't know what people have seen and what they haven't seen, but what I'm going to say is this, I'm seeing You can two, say whatever Okay. Mark, what TV well, series. there was one episode there that was with him in jail, and I thought that one was beyond bleak, beyond dismal, beyond disgusting. I uh, thought it was, it was just, you know, just... You, you know, recycling a bunch of very negative stereotypes. I'm not seeing as much hope, and I'm seeing very dated material. I'm not seeing much creativity. Uh, I'm not saying that there aren't, you know, social issues. We all know that. But I'd like to see more uh, inspiring and stories about inspiring stories and stories about success. And I'm not seeing that in his. I mean, he could have made this, he could have wrote this same story 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe 60 years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, I, I'm not really feeling where he's coming from at all. I don't think it's particularly funny. Uh, so, you know, l let me do, but you know what? I'm going to see it through to the end mm -hmm. to see if I can find any redemption in the last, whatever is left, several episodes that, you know, are I left. I think it's one or two. Well, well, whatever, yeah. you know, however many, you know, are left. I'm going to see it through to its completion, you know, to give a, a full review mm -hmm. you know of his but the body of work that you know he's presented us with so far but what i have seen up to this point i'm not happy with i don't think th there's been much creativity 
at all, you know, and what he has created, quote unquote, has been very negative, very, you know, gloomy. Uh, like I said, no, nothing uplifting at all. I'm in total agreement with you, Ma, unfortunately. So, um, you know, we can give our full rating uh, once we complete it and we will do that uh, next week. Uh, but so far, not not a fan. Absolutely, I'm I'm in full agreement. Okay, um, okay. I, we are going to go into a show that I am a fan of, and I'm going to take uh, the rest of my little shot. Uh, for and what show was that? Traders. 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 Yeah, traders. So, yeah. Cheers up. And we can also give a happy birthday to Rihanna. Oh, yeah. okay, Rihanna. Charles Barkley. Happy right? birthday, Rihanna. Happy birthday, Charles. Happy birthday. And my dad. And happy birthday to my uh, ex-husband. <laughs> okay. Traitors. Mm-hmm. Bergy is gone to start off. They murdered Bergy. Yes. Not my Bergy-licious. They murdered Bergy. Now, I like Bergie. Sweet, sweetie pie Bergie. I like Bergie, too. Yeah. I mean, if Bergie's a bad guy, I haven't seen it. I, he I mean, has not shown a bad side to the public yet. And he, I have not seen that. When we saw, when we started watching Bergie on, uh, what is it, Love Island, we were like, oh my gosh, what is going on with him? He just doesn't really necessarily seem to fit on the show. And then we just, everybody grew to really like Bergie. Right, and they say Bergie, like, to almost like the end. To the end, and, yeah. then, and Bergie... Comes across as being a very sweet person. And also, Bergie is pretty smart, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot smarter than people gave him credit for. But then again, I think people just underestimated him, period. Yeah, because he's quiet. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm sorry that he's gone. And on on Love Island, he came across very virginal and naive. So, you know, yeah. So, sorry that he's gone. uh, But now, we're back to traitors. So... I was thinking that Trishel was gone because Trishel was definitely more vocal. Um, and I guess Phaedra didn't realize that Trishel was coming after her because if she knew, she probably would have gotten rid of Trishel. Right. Um, but Trishel is still there. And Trishel has it in for Phaedra, Ma. She has her notebook, right? Yes. What do you think about that? Uh, well, I think that Trishel may have lost I'm stepping out on a limb here guys because we don't know the script but we're you know just going by what we see and what we think and I think Trishel is this is not the first time Trishel has been so gung-ho about something and it hasn't worked out not that she was wrong about Phaedra but it hasn't been proven to the others because they went for poverty Mm-hmm. So, you know, people don't know if she's right or wrong, but people didn't believe her. Right. You know, she didn't get enough votes to get rid of Phaedra. Right. So, you know, uh, I think she may have lost a little credibility because she's been, you know how James Brown says, Mr. Loud and Wrong, keep mm-hmm. on singing that same old funky song. Mm-hmm. Well, she's been loud and wrong a couple times. The way it comes across mm-hmm. within the, when when they have their sit down meetings when they have their conferences, mm-hmm. it comes across that maybe she was wrong. 
Well, because she, you know, wanted peppermint out early. She wanted on. peppermint out, but she swore was peppermint a was a traitor. Right. And peppermint was not a traitor. Right. You know, she really was, she was a faithful. And so I'm not too sure how much well, people are going along with Trishel well, now. My issue, one of my major issues with Trishel is, and, and a little bit with Peter, because I was all like, you know, Peter, he's playing a smart game. His game has kind of dropped down a little bit. Well, his game dropped down with me with his interaction with poverty. Because I don't oh, know what that, that was. That was real silly. Yeah, because I'm real... like, wait a minute. You was all on Poverty's case before. Yeah. And Poverty comes in and tells you, oh, no. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And now all of a sudden, flip the script. Right. I wasn't, didn't know. Right. And then, after, then when everybody started going for part, then he tried to flip it again. Right. You know, right. so I'm not sure about Peter either. Right. And I don't know. And Peter, and we know that he's a faithful. We know he turned right. down right. being a traitor. Right. And so to me, like, he's not playing a smart game. To me, his game went down when he turned down being a traitor, which that's fine. But then he should have immediately called Disclose to them and, and let them, them know right. what it was. Don't. Because hold, hold when you on. hold back things now, people are not trusting right. you. Right, right. And right. so that, right. that's when right. his game went yeah. down 100%. Yeah. And so now yeah. they can throw shade and at then, him. And then, but the only one he did tell was John. But he didn't, yeah. But he should have told them. he should have told them as a group, right. all of them. Right, right. And right. so, you know, he's being too cute. Mm -hmm. And so I don't like that. That, mm -hmm. that part is, you know, I have a little issue about that. Right. Um, and then Trishel, like the whole thing is everybody knows that poverty was a traitor. They yeah. all they were yeah. they were like ninety five percent sure. And they and they traitor. were dead on. Right. And, they and were so right. all they needed to do was stick with that and then move on. Right. Because right. the thing is to get as many right. traitors out right. as possible. Right. You know, you can sit here and tell a group, oh, you know, Phaedra, I'm not really a hundred percent sure about Phaedra. But we know that poverty is a traitor. Right. We keep right. an eye on Phaedra. Right. Don't just go all crazy. Right. Go renegade. Yeah. Right. But see, and then, but you know, the other thing, that's another reason that they're not going to probably trust Trishel as much mm -hmm. simply because they, they went with what they wanted to go with, right. which was poverty, which was correct. Right. It's proven correct. So with what she was saying about what, what Trishel was saying about Phaedra, they don't really know that yet. Right. They don't know that. They know right. she's been wrong for right. sure before. Right. And then they know that mm, maybe you was wrong because you was telling us don't go for poverty. Listen, you it's, know, a, it's a couple of ways. I mean, it can go or, many ways. Or, or that's just her strategy. Right. You know. Right. So, but either way, there's, people, either way, people will be looking at your show in a different way. Right. There's a couple, there's a couple of things, like you said, that can happen. They can, number one, not trust Peter anymore because Peter was like the number one poverty is a traitor. Right. Number two, they can look at your shell and go, okay, well, why are you just overlooking poverty completely and going right. in for Phaedra? Right. And so those two people, things can turn against them. There could right. be some people who right. would say, oh, Phaedra is a traitor, but I feel that Phaedra has played the game really well, except the only problem I had, my, and you mentioned it, was that she wasn't like thinking that people would be suspicious of her. That That's right. bothered me a little That's bit. That's right. 
she felt too confident uh-huh. that she was being uh, overlooked, yeah. that people weren't considering her a traitor. She had Phaedra. She didn't. Um, she had Phaedra. She had poverty. Mm-hmm. This is what she did say. This is the only way I know that it didn't completely elude her mm-hmm. is when she was in the meeting with poverty, mm-hmm. and she said to poverty, "Well, you're number one." Right. That they're gunning for, and I'm number two. Right. She did say that, but right. then after that, she like got totally relaxed. Right. Right. You know that hey, I'm not even worried about it. It's just you, poverty. When in fact, it was almost equally against her. And then my number three, well, one other, well, two other things. One, Kevin, who I always, I'm sorry, I always just think of Kevin as being goofy, but you right. said that he might be. Well, see, see, that's how how people win. That's how people win. That's how you Um, have your upset. Now, Kevin, who is a faithful, who's always following behind Peter, is suspicious of Peter because of how Peter was rolling. Peter was just doing too much. Right. Right. Um, Right. So that is something. But then here, the the other thing I was thinking, and I don't, I, you know, watch a couple of, uh, uh, what do you call it, trader podcasts, uh, unfortunately. And nobody seemed to go in the direction I was going in. We know that Phaedra had an opportunity to bring on another trader, and she chose Kate. And she chose Kate, right? And Kate has to either accept or go home. Or go home, right? And so we know Kate is going to probably accept, right? Right. Kate likes to start trouble anyway, right? Right. So my thing is, I don't know how many people will be keying in on how Kate rode for Phaedra. For Phaedra. Because that was Phaedra. my thing. And she right. didn't, you know, and Kate didn't know. It just happened. She didn't happen to know that Phaedra was a traitor. Right. But now that tra- that Kate, that sorry, that Kate will be a traitor, I don't, one of them, I think, will get themselves in trouble. Right. By doing that. But I right. think it'll be fun and exciting to see Kate as a traitor. Right. Because that's just her personality. Yeah. And, and well, you know what? And, but I like Kate's personality because she don't take nothing. No. You know, so mm-hmm. I like her personality and I'd like to see her tangle with Trishel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she, she ate Trishel up oh at my, that last meeting. She did. And she was throwing shade at Dan. And I was just like, that's oh, my right. gosh. That's she threw, right. But she didn't see, she didn't know. That Dan really was throwing out Phaedra because oh, right. Phaedra is a traitor. Right. So, right. Um, so it's. I, I thought I love this episode. I did Can't too. Wait to it was see. good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it was oh. good. All right, Mommy. Trade, trade is fire. It's hot. Mommy, we got two more reality shows to talk about. Uh, Sheree, we don't even think of as anything. We're not Sheree's just, the floater. You know, she, she no just strategy. really is. It's just, just, no, just hanging out right. until she is out. Right. She's yeah. getting, uh, she, I guess she's getting a check. That's yeah. All. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Married at First Sight, I, I, I'm almost sick of talking about this show. I really and truly am almost Are there any couples left on here? Is anybody so together Chloe and Michael, thing? didn't we see where Chloe is ready to go? Like the Oh, preview? she's been one foot out the door ever since Michael went and showed her his closet. Yeah. I, you know, she was trying to, oh, he's sexy because he can do the, I don't know what, what The obstacle it, course the, they were yeah, on. American yeah, American Ninja Warrior yeah, stuff, yeah, CrossFit type yeah. thing. But nah, she is not. She's not feeling Michael from what I'm seeing. Becca and Austin. Oh my God. Austin is not into Becca. If Becca doesn't stop begging this man, look, if you don't like my apples, don't shake my tree. Okay? I'm not going to follow you and try to force nothing on you. 
Every minute this woman is saying how she's so ready to have sex and she's crying and she's pleading this and that. She never, she has no reason to even know or think that she will even enjoy sex with him. Right. She doesn't even know what that is. Right. What she's getting, what she's doing. Why isn't she simply offended by the fact that she doesn't know him at all? Mm -hmm. They're meeting each other at the same time have the same level of commitment to each other, right. which is the eight weeks on the show, basically. Right. You know, why is it that she is feels so compelled to want to have sex with this man who clearly is rejecting her? Right. You Completely. know, I had a lot of questions about it. Why are you going to bring a woman who just recently had an operation and an operation that you feel that you have to mention on TV and all that? Right. What is all that? Isn't that your personal issue? And if it's a chronic illness or this or that, and you just had some recent surgery, this or that, do you think you should be coming on TV talking about it? And then if it's worthy enough to talk about, then uh, it should be pretty significant. Are you in shape to be having sex again already? What, what is it? What did you have? What's right. going on with you? You know, and this man is meeting this bubble-eyed, pink-haired woman, and she's saying she's ill. He's not interested in you. <laughs> Oh, come on. Come on. Oh, my gosh. I can't with you. You know, then she can't do this and that. Then now she's over in the bed sick again. You know, she what? She was doing the best that she could with what she was working with. But then, but then what she's working with, it's not like he met her on the outside and got to know her and grew attached to her and whatever, whatever. And it took the normal course. This is somebody you got to be connecting with pretty quick. To yeah. make to make a commitment as to whether you're gonna stay with them after eight weeks, yeah, and you got to connect enough with them. Listen, it ain't everybody that I would meet up with that I would say I'm gonna jump right in the bed with you, uh, you know, do whatever. Well, of course. Well, well that's is, that well, thing. well, well, you know. But they've had several weeks now. They, but they're yeah, at and the right, and, like, and, like right, six and guess weeks what? At and this aren't point. there plenty of people that you could meet, and in two or three weeks, or four or five weeks, or two months, or three months, that you still don't want to go to bed with them? Of course. Well, she's one of them for him. Okay. And but wait, but do they keep saying to you, "Ooh, ooh I want to go to bed with you." Ooh, ooh, ooh. Don't they say, "Oh well, screw it. If you don't want to go to bed with Somebody me, I don't want to go. Yeah. Right, I don't I want to go to bed with you. I ain't got right. No, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't on. look at it that way, but that's well, that's what the it accurate is. way to look yeah, at well, it. That's what that's what you are actually experiencing. Anything else is a fantasy. What you are actually what you are actually experiencing. My, we're not J Lo. We don't have time for fantasies. This is a love story, right? Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and Emily and Brennan. So my heart, no, my heart goes out to Emily Mock because Emily, that injury was way more severe than what I thought it was. Emily, Emily, girl, don't leave that man. He stood by you and held your hand while you were concussed and bloody and laid out in the hospital and I'm everything. I'm not going to tell you what I saw online. Uh, 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 you can know, I tell Emily, you what I saw online? Yes, you can tell me. Emily, girl, as soon as you got your strength back, you needed to run. You needed to put your damn sneakers on and run. My, so I saw online that they said that Brennan's plan failed. Oh, to, to do, bust her in the head? To do 
He you, pro- know. you know yes. what, Emily? You better check. Emily, he may have an insurance policy. And we're, on and you. we're joking, guys. We're joking. Just putting that out there. But yes. But I you agree. did see that online. I did see that online. Yeah. I saw that online, but yeah. we, we don't think that he. No, we, really we, would we, do that. we know he didn't do that, but we know the only reason he held your hand is because he would have done that for a rank stranger. Okay, don't think he felt any particular bond. Not he was on TV. All right, and it, well, that's number one. Mm-hmm. I think he would have did it for any stranger, pretty much, because yep. most of us would have mm-hmm. at least called nine one one. Right, you know. And this man is on TV, and if we don't know anything else, we know that he is conscious conscious of his image, image on TV. 100%. Okay, so we do know that. So Emily, for you to say. Uh, being concussed or whatever you were, um, he'll bring you two together. You you sound like that bonk in the head may have knocked something loose. Okay, you already were behaving a little bit foolishly. A lot. Foolishly. And now you talking even crazier. A lot okay? foolishly. Yeah. A so lot. Emily, Emily. Please, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing yourself an injustice. You're never going to get anything you want out of this man. He doesn't want to be in it with you, and he's telling you, listen, I heard somebody say, I know who it was, but I don't want to mention the name and everything, but I heard a human being say one time, never let a man tell you more than once he doesn't want you. These men are telling this woman that oh, 100%. a thousand times over and over and over. They're telling you and showing you they don't want and you. And guess what? It's more important that they're showing you. That there you go. Never you let, Never let a man have to say or show and or either way more than once. Right. Don't do it to yourself. I mean, if they tell you, you should listen to them. There obviously. you go. And but don't make them have to show you. you. And these men are showing these women. They're showing you. So I'm I'm just uh I'm really not happy with this season. Okay, um so we'll we'll continue on we, in the Well channel. well we didn't even mention Lauren and Orion. Oh, if you you know why comment on that, you know okay. why? I'm no, you but you know my comment? Why are y'all so beat for airtime and money? Mm-hmm. That's all I can think of because there's no reason for either one of you to be showing up on the show. Yep. You know you have nothing to give. I have nothing for you, them. You, the two of you have nothing to give. You just seem pathetic. Lauren, I think you're still in mourning over your mother going and getting therapy. And you got other family. Your mother wants you to live your life, and she wants you to be happy, and she doesn't want you to be allow yourself to be mistreated. And Lauren, okay? check your DMs, okay? Check right. your DMs. That's right. all I have to say. Okay. Orion, get out. Okay. Go away. Okay. All right. Um, before my, we get into our last uh, reality show, um, a couple things I wanted to say. So in March, we will be doing something a little bit different. It has, we have had a little bit of delay with things, guys. This cult life. Um, we will be showing um, our videos of the episodes of you know, um, but we will only have certain episodes that we'll show. So we thank you for supporting that. But we'll let you know it'll be on all things Peju, home of the Bamboo She Happy Hour. The second thing is Ma, um, we forgot to mention I want to give a shout out to Ryan Clark. His ESPN contract is over. Uh at the time that we're recording this, he I love Ryan Clark Clark. I would really like to see him, um, you know, get picked up by, you know, someone and 
I think he is excellent, a good sports mind, very entertaining. Oh, you know Ryan Clark is one of my favorite, and I think he's a cutie pie. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I want to see him somewhere. To, oh, I thought you, you know, was going to report on something that had happened. No. Okay. I know so it's still here. Yeah, it's still the way we. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's All get right. into Love Is Blind. Okay. So my we have five couples that have gotten engaged. So I'm gonna go with the couples. Um, and we're gonna start off with Brittany and Kenneth. And Brittany is 24, and Kenneth is 25, and he is a principal. And this is an interracial relationship. Right. And Kenneth has never dated someone outside of his race a white woman well i don't know about outside his race but a white woman yeah right uh and so so far for me what i'm seeing is they appear to be a cute couple right he appears to be very. but we haven't gotten very far yet right it's pretty premature so i don't have any like Red flags so far with this relationship, Not except, yet. They're, except they're both young, right? To go on a show like this and want to be married, right? If it happens naturally, fine, but it seems odd that they both, yeah, at, at 24 and 25 years old, yeah. So, any anything, ma? No, I, I feel the same so far. No red flags yet, but I am gonna, you know, you know, offer this caveat, you know, it's it's early in the game. And okay. it's it's early in the game, but so far they seem to be they seem to really appreciate each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, but like I said, you know, reality hasn't hit yet. Everything is still in la la land. You know, yeah. they're uh, over in the Dominican Republic, and everything is beautiful and mm-hmm. you know conducive to romance and whatever. They haven't hit the work of their world yet to see how they would live together. Right. I mean, they're having a big party together. For, you know, however long they're over there. So we shall see. We shall see. Next couple, Amy and Johnny. And so this couple to me is the least interesting. Uh, you know, I don't know why. They just don't really seem to have a lot of... They don't seem to have a lot of issues. And they don't seem to be that exciting. Um, Amy never dated someone who wasn't Latino. Um, and that's pretty much it. Right. There's yeah. Nothing. They so far they, they so far they've gotten along. They've gotten along. And, and you know it's just like uh, just just sort of almost boring with yeah. them. Yeah. You know, but everything with them seems to be good. Yeah. So we shall see. Once again, I'm going to keep saying this for each couple. It's still early on. It's still early and on. Very early on in the game. Okay. Laura and Jeremy. So. Mm, I don't particularly care for Jeremy. Jeremy seems to have a bad attitude. Um, we have this whole incident with the bean dip and with AD, which we'll get into AD and, and, and Clay, Ma. Let's just focus on Laura and Jeremy. Um, but I don't really, I don't know if I see this working out. I'm, I'm, well, I'm not, I think he doesn't have a good attitude. Uh, right. I think he had some type of connection with Sarah Ann who... I didn't particularly care for because and she was a little bit ultra conservative. Ultra yeah, yeah. I didn't me. care for that either. So go right. ahead, Ma. Right. Me. Well, you know, they were all, you know, uh, drinking and having their little party and so on and so forth. So I don't know, but I thought Jeremy did overreact when he jumped up and left. I thought the whole bean dip thing or whatever it was was silly and funny and, um, and nobody really took it too far. Most everybody laughed at it mm-hmm. and nobody was really seriously offended buy it mm-hmm. it was just a bunch of silliness you know and and nobody actually did it right. you know to anyone you mm-hmm. know so which was good 
Uh, you know, so nobody took it that far. Uh, I thought Jeremy just had a kind of poor attitude. You know, he was drinking and he told a joke and, you know, uh, and that was it. And, and I think he should have just let it go. But I also, I think she should have let it go too. What's her name? Laura? What's her name? Laura. Laura, yeah. yeah. Oh, both um, of them should have I, I think they both should have just let it go because it wasn't that. She was mad because he told and he got mad because she said she got mad at him for telling. And, it was silly. And it was nothing. It was all just really silly. It was very silly. And, and yeah, yeah. But he said he was going home. I don't know if that meant he was going home, home to his home or home back to the hotel. I don't know. I don't know what that was. But he, to me, he has a bad attitude. But he didn't have to get up and leave it all. It did, The no. situation did not warrant his behavior. So he was overreacting, which could be a red flag right there, you know. So we'll, yeah. we have to see about that one. I don't know. So we'll see. Now let's go on into AD. Jimmy and Chelsea. No, that's last. Okay, go ahead. Because you know. Okay. AD and Clay. So they also have a couple of little things going on there. So they, AD, Clay, and Matthew were in a little triangle there. Uh, Matthew apparently was telling AD the same thing that he was telling Amber. I don't know. Somebody else. Whoever. Yeah. Maybe her name is Amber. Well, I don't know. But anyway, anyway, he was telling somebody else the same thing. And so um, that caused a little bit of an issue. And so um, that relationship with uh, Amber, uh, 80's relationship with Matthew did not work out. Matthew left. The other woman left. So maybe they found each other. Who knows? I don't know. Um, Clay gave me red flags when he was saying what he physically likes and what, you know, he needs in order for it to be, or, you know, a pretty much a real relationship. Um, he likes, uh, you know, big lips, you know, but big lips, big hips, just the foolishness. He didn't say big hips. He said, uh, you know, and petite. Oh, okay. He said petite. Well, whatever you said. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. All good. Didn't matter. And he pretty much... Um, he pretty much described AD, except I would say that AD is, you know, has a, she has a nice shape. I wouldn't okay. say it that way. Okay. But, um, so, uh, but AD, to her credit, never said how she looked physically. She never, um, you know, said this is my body type or blah, 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 blah. She and, and, and she, and she was good with that because she was true to the game simply because that's not what the the whole show is right. about. The premise of it is love is blind. Right. Not about, ooh, 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 look at me. Look how I look. I have this that looks good or that that looks good or whatever. Right. And it wasn't supposed to be about that. Right, right. So, you know, um, I do admire, you know, her attitude when it came to that. So what do you think about them? Uh, well, I don't know. The, what was good was that somehow through, you know, the little bump in the road, they still were able to, you know, come together mm-hmm. and talk it out and come to some kind of compromise. And they seem to be attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know because it's early in the game. I see him as being needy mm-hmm. and I see her as being giving. Now, what happens when if the reverse comes up? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I didn't like how much of an emphasis he has on the physical because he's still they were talking about like her having a kid and da 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 and right. you know and she's gonna have to do this and da 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 oh and and he'll keep her in the gym mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. and that well like I said it's still early on yeah. because because don't forget he had said that he would wasn't basically he wasn't gonna go any further if he didn't know how she looked in the pods 
Right. And she called him out on that. And bam, here he is. He thought about it and said, maybe I am being a little bit superficial. Mm-hmm. That's not maybe a good way to go. So he may have another thought about this. Yeah. You know, so, eh, so we'll, let's just see. We'll, they'll, we'll listen, see. they'll have plenty opportunity to compromise, communicate, or not. And we shall see. And, and my finally, Chelsea and Jimmy. And so this was, unfortunately, the very sad, <laughs> sad couple because we know that th- this was another triangle. We know that Jimmy, no, this was not a, a, a triangle. This was a quadrangle, quad, what do you call it? Quad. I'll just call it a square. A square. Let's call it a square. <laughs> there we okay, go. Okay, four corners. That's all we We'll call it a square. <laughs> okay. Because it was Chelsea, Jimmy, Jessica, and Trevor. And so, and Trevor is pretty handsome there. I hope that Trevor will get a little bit more airtime because we're going to, well, we'll see him a little bit more. So, um, and, and Trevor is giving back. Right. So right. Trevor, Trevor was really into Chelsea and I believe that Trevor would have married her and there would have been no problems. He really was in love with this woman's spirit. I, right. I believe that. Right. Chelsea decided to go for the, and I'm just saying this because we're talking about the physical. I, I don't care about that so much. Um, how I care about how you treat me. She was going for Jimmy who is way more superficial and happens to not be as attractive. Right, as which is which is the funny thing. Right. He's, Trevor is the one who's much handsomer. For right. sure. Right. Yeah, for um, sure. So, Built better, everything. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, Jessica, who is a, a mom, and she, you know, was a, was a young mom. She had a, you know, kid pretty young. When she was like 18, yeah, yeah something um, like that. And she, Jessica's very pretty. Jessica to me does not have a good attitude. For Jessica has a poor attitude, physically far more attractive right. than Chelsea. Much more yes. shapely, mm-hmm. much more pretty, much prettier. Face, everything, yeah, everything, everything. She's totally uh, much more attractive package. Mm-hmm. But that attitude, her attitude is really her not attitude good. is how dare you reject me? That her, was her attitude. Her, well, and then the things that she said throughout. So Jessica gave a lot of information, and my, you said this when we were discussing this in private. She gave a lot of stuff that you wouldn't give a person unless maybe you see them in person and right. had some type right. of rapport right. with them. You, you or, know. or unless you just wanted to run them away. Right. Like the things that she said <laughs> she was about so her personal much. life. Right, right. And I'm just like, hey, right. a lot of men, and then this man is 27, and he I thought he was at least 37. Yeah, um, yeah. They will run away from that because they're intimidated by it. That's a lot of baggage you bring into the relationship. Now, if you're dealing with a 40-year-old and that history, who maybe has some somewhat more experience at least. Yeah, a lot of 27-year-old men, they don't have that type of experience. They 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 were living free and da-da-da-da-da. The fact that they're on the show trying to get married is beyond compel like right what right, right so you know i'm looking at jessica so she's saying all that stuff so that all you know and then she has a daughter so and she has a 10 year old daughter and a 10 year old daughter is big a uh, 10 year old daughter is big has good sense yes. and everything and is you know not like a little child who you could like mold right, and whatever yeah right. she already has some very well-formed ideas right. about things yeah. and you know that's a lot yeah that's a lot that you bring in and no and okay and let's just say he didn't see you 
Right. If he's that shallow, which right. he appears to be kind of shallow, right. he has not seen you. So you're saying all of this to a person who's like, oh my gosh. And then you're, you, then he's talking to Chelsea. And Chelsea is a completely different person when you don't see her. Right. Because she's very confident and, oh, I was married before and it didn't work out. And the way she's talking to him makes it seem like she's a hot commodity, man. These and she, men are and, after and, her. And she's very accommodating. And don't forget, she's a Megan Fox lookalike. Um, thank you. You know, that's wait, the part you forgot. And mom, a flight attendant. Right. And so in our minds, and we know we've seen flight attendants. Looking all sorts of ways. Most of them ways. don't look like Megan, Megan Fox. Right. Okay. I haven't seen the Megan Fox. I story. have not. But we have in our mind that flight attendants are all like hot, beautiful people. When in reality, they're just like everybody else. You know. Most of them. Most of them. That's Unless right. you, you know, they have certain types. But yeah. You get where I'm yeah. coming from. Yeah. Um, and so when she's she not one of those that, types. She's, no. Oh. And Chelsea, it's nothing wrong with you, lady. But why did you say that? Why would you pick the person who is a sex pot and happens to be beautiful? Right. I don't know what she's going through now. That's a whole other story. But when you hear Megan Fox. Well, whatever she's going through, she's going through it in a beautiful face and body. Uh, yeah. She's not going through it looking like Chelsea. So, and, and I just felt bad. I'm just like, why, Chelsea? Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? You know what? Bad move to overpromise and underdeliver. Okay, because he did notice that you don't look like Megan Fox. He that's did the first notice thing he that. Noticed. That he did notice that. Okay, so he that's not was a good idea. So automatically, the person, the other person, is disappointed mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. That was a bad strategy. You should have been. You sh- you should have uh, taken a page from Ad's book and not discussed how mm-hmm. you look. That would have been AD, a better way. And Ad has a great body. face not 100% correct but I will say this and like Ma has said before maybe those eyelashes aren't very complimentary yeah yeah those those eyelashes are a lot yeah those 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 eyelashes are giving butterfly McQueen right Mm -hmm. Ma anything you want to say um before we move on with anything you want to add with Love is Blind uh keep watching it's interesting it's interesting 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 Three things that made you smile, Mom. The sun, the stars, the moon. The things that make me smile every day. The sun, the stars, the moon. How about you, daughter? Okay. Um, I'm going to say Sabrina um, Ionescu from the three-point shootout in the NBA All-Star Game. She was just amazing. Want to give her her cred. Uh, Vanessa Williams is cast in a musical. Um, she's going to be playing Miranda Presley and Devil Wears Prada. The musical she's playing, um, oh my gosh. Meryl Streep's Meryl role. Streep's role, right? Right, right. right. The greatest actress of all time. Actor, right. let's right. just say that. Right. And then finally, Regina King, the trailer for uh, her playing Shirley Chisholm. I wanted to just say, I'm so happy to see it. Oh, it me too. We love Regina. Oh, me too. So glad that Regina is back out here. So glad. Uh, all right, Ma, anything you want to say before we go? Now, I want to tell everyone to, you know, um, drink and get high and whatever you do in moderation. Stay safe. Uh, don't drink and drive. The life you save may be mine. And remember to practice your civic obligation which is to make sure you vote and vote for the people that reflect your interests. 
Okay. 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 Awesome. I 100% agree with you, Ma. Um, everyone follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Threads, and on YouTube at the Bambushi Happy Hour. On YouTube, you go to All Things Peju. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. Guys, thank you for continuing to support us. We really appreciate you. Uh, we'll be back with a shorter episode on Wednesday. Uh, but we want to say thank you so much, guys. We love you. Be safe. Bye. Bye.